Uh, all right, CD. Then and now, what was the CD player you had on? What was the CD you had on repeat when you were in high school <laughs> and or college? Um, I was homeschooled, so I was a gigantic nerd. Um, so Michael Bublé, probably, or like Josh Groban, like just something totally cheesy and geriatric. <laughs> yeah. I love that. So in, in college, I didn't really listen to, well, I listened to a lot of like Christian rap, but in probably high school, this is probably eighth grade, ninth grade. So I'll count it. Like one of the songs, one of the albums that I kept in repeating Jasmine will tell you is uh, Usher, 8701. Oh my goodness. We can be in the biggest fight ever. Like we can be, and then always what happened in the car. Like when we first got married, we would fight in the car and, and we would just be like, not really, you know, just kind of looking out the window like, oh, I'm just tired of you. And if I play, if I play the first, like, song off of that album, he will immediately start. He has to sing, he has to dance, and everything is going to be <laughs> fine. Welcome to Hold On, a podcast for people we love, and that's probably you. My name's Chad Poe. And I'm Lydia McMillan, and we're so glad you're here. So, Chad, what's our word of the day? It's the word of the day, yeah, yeah, it's the word of the day, oh yeah, word of the day, yeah. Our word of the day is hallowed, as in the verb form of holy, which means to set apart, consecrate. And friends, we are so thankful that you set aside time each week to listen to our podcast. And no matter where you listen, please go on to Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate, and review. Five stars only, you can keep your absolutely abysmal um, routine mundane two three and four star evaluations to yourself so chad our word of the day is holy do you use holy in everyday jargon you know because we're going through the lord's prayer it's actually the word hallowed which is the verb form of holy and typically i don't use either one of those words in my everyday conversation holy attached to moly is not something that I use. I have friends that might. Holy guacamole. Yes. Did Full House use a term that oh. was associated with holy? Oh, my lanta. Oh, that's not holy. That has more to do with stomach medication. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of holy idioms. Chad, do you know what an idiom is? Of course I know what an idiom is. But why don't you tell us just to make sure. <laughs> Well, an idiom is uh, like a phrase, a popular phrase or a slogan. I don't know. But like if I were to use it with the word holy, it would be like holy cow. Have you heard of that idiom? Holy cow. Yes. Holy cow. You know, Harry Carey used to say that at Cubs baseball games. Holy moly. You mentioned that one. Holy macaroni. Who says that? I don't really know there are some of these idioms that are attached to the word holy that are a little bit different uh one is um holy mackerel mm. that's a fish yep yep holy catfish uh holy smoke or smokes depending mm. upon ha how many marlboros you're putting aside <laughs> beside that holy there are also some uh bad words associated with holy we do not say those and we do not condone those so please don't go google searching holy idioms and then expect to get all positive feedback because there are some there's some bad things out there so don't do that here on the hold on podcast we do not affirm 
any words like that. Uh, <laughs> but let me read just a few and I'll let Lydia bleep it out. <laughs> uh, no, sir. No, sir. All right. So I got a little game for us to play because, you know, us on the Hold On Podcast Enterprises, um, we love doing games and we love um, inviting you to play along at home, even though we can't hear you you are part of this game and we are so glad you're here yes they from my interaction with our various listeners they love the games they also love when we are asking the varied questions each week of our interviewees because they like to answer those as well Mm, it makes it even more fun holy crickets all right here we go (laughs) this game is called Holy Cow and Movie Quotes. Horrendous. <laughs> so what's going to happen is, is I'm going to give you a movie quote with like a back and forth of like some characters and you are going to try to guess the title of the film. Uh, on a scale of one to 10, with 10 being the most well-known movies of all time, Casablanca, how familiar are these quotes to us? Well, let me tell you, Chad, all of these movie quotes are from family-friendly films, so that immediately knocks out some really prestigious films that may use the term holy. I also, again, had to edit for content because some people like to use the word holy with other words that are not appropriate for our podcast. So these are going to be, these are going to be really good. And maybe I should I like, have asked your children these instead of you. <laughs> I appreciate that you have vid-angeled this episode of the Hold On Podcast. <laughs> My sky angel days, man. Just making it through. Okay, you ready? Yes. I had to hand over all of our cash, all of it, every cent of it. And it was less than what we owe. Holy mackerel. And then I got scared, George, and I closed the doors. I... I, I, the whole town's gone crazy. Is that home alone? No. You ready? Yes. It's a wonderful life. They handed over all the money and George and the whole town's crazy. Do you remember that part? I don't know that I've ever watched It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, don't tell Josh that. That's his favorite Christmas movie. (laughs) Well, thankfully he doesn't listen. Right. He's our number two listener after my mom. Oh, goodness. All right. Are we ready for this? Yes. Go on. Just reach out and grab it. Go on. Holy buckets. Eat it. Go on. It'll be delicious. It's the same bar. This one's a really hard one. Can I have options? Is it A, Wizard of Oz, B, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, or C, Toy Story 4? Read it one more time. Go on, just reach out and grab it. Go on, holy buckets, eat it. Go on, it'll be delicious. It's the same bar. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yes, ding, 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 ding. Okay, we ready? Mm Mm-hmm. That's better, isn't it? Holy cricket, you're Harry Potter. I'm Hermione Granger, and you are, I'm Ron Weasley, pleasure. Is it A? Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Um, how dare you? That is <laughs> Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. 
<laughs> Very good. Don't ding, ding, give ding. me options for these random <laughs> movies. <laughs> okay, here we go. Next one. Here, let me. Holy smoke. Come on, kid. There's no way out of this. Is that A, Indiana Jones, Last Crusade, B, Spider-Man, Into the Spider-Verse, or C, Inside Out? One more time. Here, let me. Holy smoke. Come on, kid. There's no way out of this. Into the Spider-Verse, no. Okay. Inside Out, no, which means it is A. Yeah, Indiana Jones and Last Crusade, yep. Okay, ready for the next one? Yes. What is your name? My name, sir, is Lancelot of Camelot. What is your quest? To seek the Holy Grail. What is your favorite color? Blue. Right. Off you go. Is that Monty Python? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> All right. Last one. You ready? Willing and able. <laughs> He got away. Well, yeah. Skippy here made sure of that. Incredible boy. You're not affiliated with me. Holy smokes. I'm late. Listen, I got to be somewhere. Yes. <laughs> Listen, friends, I need you to know that based upon the facial expressions from my co-host, while she read these movie quotes, you would think she was a theater major. <laughs> it was a pleasure. It was a pleasure and a joy. My pleasure. Lydia, this week, our podcast is a tad bit different, and when you mention family-friendly films, we actually have a family on the show with us, and when I say a family, I mean an entire family. Uh, <laughs> Philip and Jasmine Holmes, if, you, uh, if you're on social media, they are wonderful follows. Jasmine is a fantastic writer, and they share a lot of about their lives and their and they answer lots of questions as to how they met and why they uh, how their family works and it's a delight it is also a unique bit of chaos for us the hold on podcast because we typically record while Lydia's children are taking a nap sure. we did not record during her kids nap time nor did we record during the home's children's nap time so of our four zoom cameras that were uh working during this podcast there were three children in four of those uh of those screens yes and jasmine is expecting so there was always a child really nearby <laughs> when we look at the concept of holiness in the bible it is a massive part of our faith and if we're not careful it's something that we miss because it's a word that we have grown even though we don't use it much we it's just part of our Christian speak. We have holy Bibles and we, we use that language, but the scriptures talk about what it means not for us to have a, a holy Bible, though that's true. We believe the Bible is set apart by God. It actually talks about what it means for us to be people who, who live holy lives. Our actual word, as I mentioned in our introduction, is from, is from the Lord's Prayer. It's the word hallowed hallowed be the name of god that means to make holy to set apart to consecrate in reality that i the idea of holiness that we are familiar with comes from a pretty routine situation the bread making world bread was central to the diet of of the people of israel and 
when they would cut into bread, prepare it for everyone, they would take some and set it apart for the religious leaders. That's where we get the word holy, to set apart. So for us as people of Jesus, we believe that God is all things holy. It actually says that in Isaiah chapter 6. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, and the entire earth is full of his glory. We also see the same thing in a Revelation chapter 5, that our God is holy, 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 set apart, set apart, set apart. For us to hallow the name of God means that we are actively living in a way that displays that we believe that his holiness matters to us. Uh, it reads in 1 Peter, you are a chosen race, you're a royal priesthood, you're a holy nation, you are a people for his own possession. All those words are not to be understood separately, they swim together so that you may proclaim the praise of him who called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. Action step to display the holiness of God. Once you were not the people, but now you are God's people, reaffirming our holiness. You had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. God's holy action on our behalf. It reads in verse 11, Dear friends, I urge you as strangers and exiles to abstain from the sinful desires that wage war against your soul. An action to display holiness. Conduct yourself acting honorably among the Gentiles so that they will, when they slander you as evildoers, they will observe your good works and will glorify God on the day he visits us. We're called to live holy lives because of the holy God we have met in the person of Jesus. Had a great time with Jasmine and Philip, and we want you guys to take a listen. Hey guys, we're here today with Philip and Jasmine Holmes, and as always, rather than me uh, introducing them, I'm going to ask them to introduce themselves. However, Philip and Jasmine, here's the rule. I'm going to give you a word to use in your introduction of yourself. I'll also give you a definition, and uh, you guys just use the word that I, that I provide for you, Okay. Sounds good. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> now, if I'm not mistaken, both of you are from the South, correct? Yes. Correct. Which, yeah, South-ish for Jasmine. Yeah, I know. I, I hesitated because he's a Mississippi we, snob, so. I'm, look, I'm from Tennessee. We have a full-scale discussion about that, about <laughs> Texas and the South. Uh, so, so, Jasmine, uh, the word that I would like for you to use uh, in your from South-ish is uh, the word cattywampus. Are you familiar with the word? Is it like when stuff is all crazy? Yes. It, like it, it's not the right way? It's a, it's a word from the southern United States, and it refers to something that is in disarray or askew. So I would love for you to introduce okay. yourself and use okay. the word cattywampus. Use the word cattywampus. Okay. Um, I'm Jasmine Holmes, and I am married to Philip. Um, we have two kids on the outside. One kid that I'm currently due with this fall, and... It's a crazy life over here, so usually our living room is cattywampus. Perfect. Yes. Perfect. I think you're our first pregnant interviewee, and we are congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, Philip, you're from the South, as in Mississippi, if I'm not mistaken. I'm giving you a phrase. I want you to introduce yourself using the phrase "matter than a wet." <laughs> oh man all right uh we'll see how this goes because now i gotta think about what makes me matter than a wet hand um 
So I'm Philip Holmes. I was born in a small town uh, called Pickens, uh, Mississippi, which is um, right off of I-55 in between Jackson and Memphis. So if you've uh, ever traveled from Memphis to Jackson, you've passed by Pickens. Uh, born and raised there, um, moved to Jackson uh, when I was 18 for college, and basically have been here ever since, apart from the two years that I was uh, in Houston when I met, met and married my wife. Um, and then the year that I spent in Minneapolis. Um, so, yeah, so I work for Reformed the Theological Seminary, and um, I am, of course, married to Jasmine. We have uh, uh, three boys, uh, one of which is on the way, and the two that are currently out of the womb uh, have the unique ability uh, uh, to make me uh one of the happiest men alive but also uh, mattered in a wet hand at times <laughs> <laughs> fantastic Does that work okay all right yeah uh, <laughs> philip you sure. have had the the pleasure to work with dr piper mm -hmm. and to work with uh dr duncan at rts mm -hmm. um if those two men were to have a foot race, when and why? Man. Um, <laughs> I think I'm taking a Piper on this one because I feel like I've never I've never seen Ligon in shorts. I don't think I have. I've only ever seen him in the suit. I feel like I, I feel like Piper has some type of like oats like breakfast exercise routine, perhaps. But I, I feel like in a foot race, um, Piper might win that one. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I had to like take my mind completely somewhere else to kind of start envisioning like, all right, like who, who, who would win this? Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with uh, Piper. And I went to together for the gospel years ago and they had the basketball preview video. And oh, as I watched yeah, I it- Oh yeah, I forgot about that. As I watched it, I thought, these men do not play basketball. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's, right, we, yeah, that takes me back. Yeah. We've got a game called This or That, and we're going to basically say, would you choose this or that? And okay. uh, Lydia is going to start us off, and we'd love to hear from you and Jasmine. To get, we'd love to hear from both of you. All right. The first one is indoor plants or indoor pets? Uh Indoor plants, definitely. We have quite a few. <laughs> what do y'all have? Like, what kind of plants do you prefer? So before I got pregnant, I actually had 75 house plants. Um, but <laughs> I, was... <Jessie>. <laughs> I got really sick while I was pregnant. So I'm down to 30 now. I like sold some off. Some of them died. So now I just have 30, which is, uh, you know, still a lot, but less than 75. Um, I like them all. I like hanging plants. I like anything that, that, um, is easy. I don't have anything too finicky. Well, I think too, with your boys, like, do they ever try to get into them or mess with them or, cause that's what my fear is, is that my kiddos are going to be like, Ooh, plants. And then there's dirt everywhere. You know, I had one time that my son went into my plant room and he sees me propagate like with scissors. And so he went to some of my most prized plants and decided to try to um, propagate them for me. And I was, you know, it, I, Philip had to come. 
can't. I was just like, I can't talk. I can't because I don't want to shame oh. you because I know that you're trying to help me. So I don't want to be mad. Yes. So I'm just going to leave and I'm going to just let dad handle this. I, I don't know what the word propagate means in that sense, but I just know by, based on your inflection, it's bad. <laughs> when, done, when done by a three, four year old, yes, it is yes. bad. <laughs> breakfast either or or both breakfast or dinner breakfast most important meal of the day can't function without it if my day starts without it it's probably not going to go very well what's the home's breakfast routine that's a good question i usually get up and either do a bowl of cereal for the boys uh if i'm really feeling um ambitious and and i got a long day ahead of me i might uh something uh over the stove i prefer hot breakfast uh but i did get on a, a yogurt and granola routine for a while um I, I i like to keep things simple and so i tend to repeat try to repeat whatever i start living but then i get tired of it of course <laughs> after having it so many times so i have to find something new that's like easy and quick to make so yeah jasmine usually takes the mornings off and i get the boys uh kind of situated and then she gets up What's your breakfast routine, Jasmine? I am not a breakfast person. Um, I don't like breakfast. And when I'm not pregnant, I actually don't eat breakfast. But this baby requires fuel. So um, it's like the worst breakfast. It's not, it doesn't, I just am eating it because it's 50 grams of protein, but it's just instant oatmeal, chia seeds, hemp hearts, PB2 powder, and protein. And that's what I eat. And it's, you know, it's not bad, but it's, it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> My five-year-old started mixing peanut butter with vanilla yogurt, and it was surprisingly fantastic. So I started doing it, too. That sounds good. That does sound good. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Tea for me. I'm too high-strung. When you say tea as someone from the South-ish who lives in mississippi now do you mean uh sweetened tea are we talking british style tea what's taking place as you prepare your tea so i actually when i was a kid i lived in the uk for 18 months and we took on tea time while we were there and so ever since then like in my household like every have some tea um so like hot tea but also my mom is from dallas so sweet tea <laughs> So both. Yes. (laughs) I love that. I love that. Okay. This question probably is more for Jasmine than it is for Philip, but we're going to ask it. Magnolias or blue bonnets? Magnolias. Yeah. I have a daughter named Magnolia. I love Uh, that. My wife is originally from Picune, Mississippi. Have you you been there yet? I don't think I've been there, but I do. I've heard of it. Okay. So we don't live we i'm from tennessee and if we if she had been born in mississippi we probably would not have named her that but uh, we call her noli that's so sweet i didn't know what magnolias were until we moved my dad went to southeastern seminary and they had magnolia trees all over and i was like oh i love magnolias they smell amazing but i'd never encountered even a magnolia till that point so i have one tattoo right now for my babies and um philip is like i want you to think about each tattoo you get for five years before you get another one because every time you get like it's like a tattoo or piercing you get one and you're like oh yeah that wasn't so bad let's go 
So my five-year <laughs> thought process between the last one and the next one is I'm going to get a Magnolia for Mississippi. So that's an easy one for me. When's that coming? Are you are you about to have that? Get the that? five years? Uh-huh. It'll be next fall. Okay. You're, yeah. you're ready. You're close. You're I'm close. ready. I've, oh, I've seriously, I took him so seriously. He was like, I just think five years. He's like, because people get one and then they just start getting, like, they go crazy. I just want you to make sure that you actually want what you get. And I was like, I'm still going to want it. So we got one more year left. So Chad is our resident theologian on the Hold On podcast, but he is also our sparkling water connoisseur. And so we have, um, we actually did a whole episode on sparkling waters at Christmas time <laughs> because Chad likes them so much. And so we wanted to ask y'all's opinion on sparkling water. Do you have any favorites? Uh, maybe some that you're like, nope, that's a dud. We don't like that at all. Do y'all have any preferences? Bubbly. This is so Phil's topic. Yes. <laughs> so I have historically hated sparkling water. Never understood why people enjoyed it consumed it like but jasmine would always buy it and i i have to drink a bunch of water every day so i was trying to uh figure out how to mix things up and i also really enjoy the carbonation so i i don't drink any water during the week but on the weekends i would like go on these like sprite binges where I would drink insane amounts of Sprite over the weekend and all this sugar, right? And I realized how much sugar was in Sprite and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna kill myself. Um, so I think Jasmine actually brought like one of the flavor versions, maybe it was bubbly, maybe it was something else, but the, the, the flavor uh, sparkling waters and that was a game changer for me. And I bought basically Amazon has like, if you have an Amazon business account, they have like these uh, cases of 18 for like $6 and 30 cents of bubbly. And yeah, I, I bought, I bought like three or four cases. And, and, and probably in like and two were, weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Do you have a favorite flavor? Uh, I think the only flavor that they had at that price because uh, I was trying to be a bit budget conscious, was like uh, blueberry. Yeah, and I never got tired of it. If I had some in the fridge right now, I would pop a can. What about you, Jasmine? Do you have a favorite brand or flavor? Um, I'm not really picky. I Since Philip always buys a bunch of bubbly now, I'll drink that. Um, I don't love LaCroix. I don't understand LaCroix. Um, and Philip also doesn't like, so he doesn't do the lime sparkling water so if ever there's like a, a variety pack that we get that has any lime or citrus anything in it i'll take that yeah and i can i actually enjoy them but i can't drink as many of them because the um the acid the acidity from the, the lime or whatever it burns my tongue after a while so uh, i tend to stick with um uh, the ones i can i can binge and not feel bad about or be concerned about <laughs> Chad, what's your favorite? You have a favorite brand of flavor, don't you? Yes. Of sparkling waters, what is my favorite brand? Yes, I'm a Spindrift man. As a matter of fact, on Jasmine's Instagram, she's posted a picture of what I consider the greatest sparkling water of them all. The Spindrift half lemon, half tea. I can't I really find it anywhere. Yes. What? Um, yes, there are groceries. Uh, for us, they're at Kroger. They're not at H-E-B. And uh, that's problematic, but it's my favorite of all of them. I love that one. We've only had it like two times because every time I try to get it, they're out of stock at our Kroger. 
frustrating. Uh, Target also has them. Really? Yes, they they yeah, do. I'm gonna try that out. All right. Um, yeah, I, I like all of them, but that's my favorite. I like the tea in particular because there's caffeine in it, mm-hmm. and it helps. So it keeps me moving. I have now, Philip. You have a, a a quote that I loved, um, in on your uh, Instagram. I think you shared it on Twitter as well. You said today's crisis is more of a cultural clash than it is a racial clash. Mm-hmm. I was quoting Dr. Carl Ellis. Okay. Yep. No, I love I like Carl Ellis a lot. So, I've got a question about culture, yogurt culture. I want you to let me know about these various yogurt brands, okay? Um, and you let and Jasmine's already let us know she's not a breakfast person, and I, I'm with her on that. I force breakfast, but for the most part, when we want you to let us know how you feel about these various yogurt brands, but we want you to use the uh, historic podcast rating system of one to five stars. So that would be okay. helpful for us. All right. Cool. Yo play. Um, due to the lack of like health benefits, uh, but thankfully it, it tastes really good. Can't take that away from it. I'm going to give it, I'll give it three stars. Jasmine, would you like to speak to this at all? I have very few yogurt preferences. <laughs> Force it down. <laughs> uh, the next one is Chibani. Chibani. Uh, I, I recognize the label sometimes more than I recognize the name. Uh, I, I think I've had that one before. Uh, I'll give it four stars. Dannon. Jasmine, have I had that one before? I haven't bought you, Dannon. Okay, yeah, I don't think I've had that one before, so no comments. <laughs> what about Activia? <laughs> I've never heard of that. I think it's like the Metamucil of yogurt. I, I, I think it's for... Uh, <laughs> it's just, and this one's for all of us. Gogurt. We've all had a Gogurt. Yeah, gogurts. Those are the ones that you give the kids, right? Yeah, they uh-huh. yep. they're probably they're <laughs> probably yeah. I give them two and a half, not three stars, just because the kids love them and they keep them satisfied for a little bit. You freeze them and tell the kids it's ice cream because kids can't read. They'll they'll believe it. <laughs> it may as well be That's ice genius. cream. Probably. I've never done that before. You freeze it. My mom used to do that. They're really good frozen. Yeah, okay, I've never well, had them frozen either. I'm getting them and freezing them. Jasmine, we're going to start with you on this one. It's called Then and Now. Okay? okay. Oh, I thought you guys um, were going to ask about Noosa. Oh, now we're oh. talking that Australian yogurt. I was about to give you five stars. I was waiting. I was like, I'm waiting on them to say Noosa. I love Noosa. <laughs> Philip, I, I emailed Noosa one time to tell them how much I like their yogurt, and they mailed me a free T-shirt. See? You can just tell when there's a quality brand, when you're dealing with a quality brand. Australian yogurt, that's the way to go. So then and now is our game, and this is what we're going to play. I'm going to tell you, I want you to tell me about when you were in high school, all right? Simple enough. Then, what was must-see TV for you, Jasmine? In high school? Mm-hmm. Gosh. Or college, you choose. Just choose your own adventure. 
Um, I'm gonna out myself because I was kind of a creepy high schooler. Um, Criminal Minds. I loved Criminal Minds when I was in high school. Philip, then when you were in high school, what was your show? Monk. Monk's a good show. I loved Monk. Yeah, and then in college it was psych. Yeah. <laughs> it's still psych. He still will yeah, he will still... watch he will watch it all the way through every single episode, every single season. And then when it gets to the end, the next night he will start over. No, no, then probably about six months, but it's it's about dude. I, I miss it already, so yeah. What's your show now? What do you watch together? Brooklyn Nine Nine. Mm-hmm. When it was coming on more, yeah, one hundred. When it was coming on more consistently, um, Jasmine introduced me to um, Parks and Rec, and actually, I think she introduced me to Office. And then, of course, you just that just kind of leads to Parks and Rec, and then Nine Nine. So that that whole series, mm-hmm. um, the rewatch value, in my opinion, uh, on Office is uh, low. I enjoyed it, but I have no. Like desire to go back and watch it again. Now Parks and Rec, we'll watch that over and over again. Nine nine, we'll watch those over and over again. I am of the firm belief that when Gina Linetti left Brooklyn Nine Nine, the show took a downward uh drift. Not as much as I thought it would. I really? Was concerned. Yeah, I was, I was, la- I was laughing out loud at these last episodes. Like they're going in hard for okay. the, fin- the season finale. It's out okay. now. They got four episodes out. I think three or four, and and they're good. Okay. So, yeah, but I, I understand why why you felt that way because yeah, it, it's probably of course without Gina, it's not as good as it could be. But they they did better than most would uh, when you lose somebody. a major player. Yeah, major player. Jasmine, what are you watching now? Or do you do you guys uh, have any shows that you're catching together? Well, when it comes back, I will watch Grey's Anatomy. Mm. For sure. Uh. I've been watching Grey's Anatomy since the very first season. And Philip tries to, like, convict me with the gospel. And I'm just, I'm hard-hearted, man. I don't know. Like, it's just a trashy show. <laughs> I'm just like, but I have to finish it. Like, I'm invested. What's going to happen to me? If you're out Grey? there and you watch Grey's Anatomy, I don't judge you, but I definitely judge my wife. He does. He judges me so hard. And, you know, he probably should. It's a soap opera. But, like, I'm in it. You've spent so much time together. I mean, it it just makes sense. That's what it is. I'm just like, I just need to know. When people ask me what shows I watch, I always tell them Bluey or whatever shows the kids are watching. Because I'm like, I'm only watching what they watch. True. Lots of super why over here. Yeah, I watch a lot of um, old Spider-Man cartoons and Iron Man cartoons with my boys. We love watching those together. You catch the new Spider-Man trailer yet? Oh, yes. I was watching a a frame-by-frame breakdown the other day during lunch. I watched three. I'm a huge Marvel fan. Awesome. Uh, All right, CD, then and now, what was the CD player you had on – what was the CD you had on repeat when you were in high school (laughs) and or college? Um, I was homeschooled, so I was a gigantic nerd. Um, So... Michael Bublé probably or like Josh Groban like just something totally cheesy and geriatric (laughs) yeah I love that so in in college I didn't really listen to well I listened to a lot of like Christian rap but in probably high school this is probably eighth grade ninth grade so I'll count it like one of the songs one of the albums that I kept in repeating Jasmine will tell you is uh, Usher, eighty-seven oh one. Oh my goodness, we can be in the biggest fight ever, 
Like we can be, and then always what happened in the car, like when we first got married, we would fight in the car and, and we would just be like, not really, you know, just kind of looking out the window, like, oh, I'm just tired of you. And if I play, if I play the first like song off of that album, he will immediately start. He has to sing, he has to dance and everything is going to be fine. <laughs> That's great. That's so good. <laughs> what's your spot? What's your Spotify thing? What's your thing on Spotify now? What do you listen to? Oh, for me, I've been listening to a lot of uh, uh, Michelle Barack, uh, uh, the narrative, and Andy Mino. Okay. And Jackie O'Perry. The one of the one of the greatest female rappers alive right now, in my opinion. Um, who raps? Who wakes up and and makes an album when she feels like it. Yes. <laughs> I listen to um Leanne La Havas a lot right now and Alan Stone. Okay. All right. This question's really important to me and I believe that it will be important to you as well. Because it in retrospect, I look at my poor decisions. Then being high school or college, where did you and friends go out to eat? Well, there was a pub around the corner in college called Finian's and there was a karaoke night every single Monday night. I, one of my old teammates, uh, we talk almost every day and, uh, we often talk about, uh, our memories at Finian's together. <laughs> Probably not the best use That's of so time. Cool. But yeah. It's, it's still there. We live, I live right around, I live right behind my college. So I'm in the same neighborhood and I drive by every time and I'm just like, I hadn't been in there probably since college very much it at took least me in there one time okay yeah that was just for probably memory yeah it was pretty um, good okay night. i was like we're like these kids don't know what they're missing out on man <laughs> karaoke night what about you jasmine um so my friends and i used to be really into midnight showings at amc we had this gigantic amc out in the boonies and across the street from the amc was a texas roadhouse and so we would go to texas roadhouse and get the rolls <laughs> with the <laughs> with the yeah, um, sweet butter before we would go or after we would go and um, sometimes they had fried pickles it was really good but now that I look back I'm like was it good was it good or were you oh. just happy to be with your friends <laughs> when I lived in Fort Worth for seminary we would go to Chili's every single weekend and in retrospect I wonder what was wrong with me I lived in one of the best cities in Texas and to eat and I was at Chili's trying to find a baby back rib. Yep. Where do y'all go now? Where, where do you guys go on a date night now? The two of you or out with friends? Where, where's your restaurant in Jackson? Um, there's a restaurant. It's a food hall. It's called Cultivation. Mm -hmm. And it's really cool because they all change out the vendors. And so if we go there together, we can, one of us can get ramen and one of us can get pizza or one of us can get, you know, Louisiana food. One of us can get like Greek food. I love that. And then the bar is really good um, as well. So it's a nice, yep. it's a nice spot to go to. Yep. Here's a very important question for us. Uh, how are is there are you guys the same age did you meet in college what what's the situation there we met at a gospel coalition conference um we were 23 and 26 he's older would high school jasmine have dated high school philip let me give you <laughs> an example so fun because we've talked about this before go ahead my wife is younger than me time. 
However, if we were the same age, her high school self would have been really nice to me. But because she was so much cooler than me, she would have not had anything to do with me. Is that your situation? What's taking place here? Um, I probably would have been interested in Phil if we would have been in high school together, but I don't think Phil would have been interested in me. He was like a basketball per, you know, and I was just, I was just real, like, I mean, I still am really nerdy, but like we've been married for seven years and I still don't know how to flirt. I just, I don't have a game. Like it just wouldn't work. Like he would have to, he would have to decide to be into me for anything to happen. Now, Lydia has a um, a game, and I think this one is very Jasmine-specific, but it may not be. So she's going to take us into that. Yeah, so we just want to know, like, your favorites. So I'm just going to give you, like, rapid fire a list of things, and then you can tell us your favorite whatever it is in the category. So first up is baby product. What's your favorite thing for the kiddos? Draft, the laundry detergent for babies. Um, I don't use it long term, but I get like a small bottle and that's what all of the zero to six month like newbornish stage clothes have to smell like. Uh, I'm a really low maintenance mom just because I think our firstborn was we moved when he was six weeks old. Um, and so I just had to be like I just had to be really casual. And so I don't have a lot of like baby gear that's like must have. I need it. But like I need the draft. That's such a great smell too. It like it is. I adore it. <laughs> <laughs> Philip or Jasmine and or both of you, your favorite kids movie. Ooh. Recent or old school, doesn't matter. You can take the the entire I mean, the first thing that comes off. to mind is the is the classic Lion King. Like I watched that so much when I was a kid. Um, but some of the new ones I've really enjoyed would probably be um The Incredibles. Cause yeah. Classic also. Well, Incredible is actually not that new. Yeah, it's not new at all. It just baby. it just took them a really long time to do the sequel. <laughs> yeah, it took fourteen years. Good grief! Do your kids do this thing where they'll watch something over and over and over and over again, where they'll like find a movie or a show or something, and like, and I have to keep watching it? We yes. used to do that with Moana. Yeah. Moana was his. Oh was his thing and now every time i try to bring up moana or sing anything for moana he's like it's not my thing anymore and i'm like oh <laughs> sorry yeah I he's, mean... he's kind of particular <laughs> like that uh, all right snack foods i just discovered oh my gosh i probably have the wrapper in my room somewhere i'm like looking for it it is a an almond butter cookie bar thing that like people told me that i needed to eat it to try it and I was like how good could it be oh my gosh it is amazing I'm trying to think of like where it's from hold on I'm gonna find it but it's my new favorite snack for sure so if you can go yeah. up I find out what it's called Biscoff cookies oh. and this gives me the perfect opportunity to, to rant about Delta Airlines and their removal of the Biscoff cookie from the Delta cart. Big is it problem. gone, gone? Probably like low key, like mostly joking, one of the worst like changes that an airline has made during the pandemic. They don't offer it's them gone. anymore? No, they've replaced it with what's the name of that hipster uh, bar? Cliff Bars. Uh, Cliff Bars. They've replaced them with Cliff Bars. 
Okay, guys. So the first, so the first flight that I'm on. Philip, no, your turn is over. It's my turn now. Nature Valley. No, this is my rant. They can tag Delta for me because I've been looking for a platform to express my Woman. my disgust with this decision. And this is the only platform I ever probably get a chance where it's it didn't it doesn't seem like I'm going on some crazy old man rant that's completely unrelated to the topic at hand. Jasmine, tell us about your Sorry. bars. All right, that's a hot take for you right there. Oh. Yeah, the Nature Valley almond butter um, biscuits, which are so good that Philip doesn't actually know where they are because I know he likes Biscoff cookies and they kind of have a Biscoffy like attitude about them. And so I literally like I opened it yesterday, I ate it, and then I immediately hit it because I was like, no, no, so no, 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 these are mine. <laughs> you said that I was like, I've never seen anything like that in else. So I immediately I was wondering like, you haven't shared this new snack with me okay i haven't but i don't feel bad because you took all the biscoff cookies outside i shared them with win he came outside and <laughs> yeah, robbed but they're me. like on your desk outside i oh, went outside i was like wow <laughs> i didn't know you liked it you never get them when we're on the plane you always give yours to me so i didn't even know you let you me ate justify my greediness. at least i didn't see that's what's really going on you see what happened guys you see what i have to deal with what i have to navigate <laughs> he was being a go, good right father there. Have you know that Biscoff now you can buy the Biscoff cookie butter at the grocery store? Oh yeah, we just did at Trader Joe's. We just it's found good. some while I was in. Yeah, and I actually had an idea. It next time I go to the airport and we're getting ready to board a Delta flight, to take a bunch of Biscoff cookies and attach a cart with my Venmo address on it and give them out for free and say, "Hey, if you want to thank me, leave a tip." <laughs> oh, I like man. a plan. The mind of a businessman all the time. And people people will tell because everybody's probably as ticked off as I am. Okay. Here's our game. Our theme for this, uh, we we've been going through the Lord's Prayer word for word. And the word that we've attached to that we asked for you guys is the word holiness or the the word hallowed that you see in the Lord's Prayer. We're gonna take a spin on it. I'm gonna give you some words, uh, and all of these items have holes in them. And I want you to, with these context clues, see if you can tell me what the item is. All right? Okay. Often misspelled. These are your three clues. Often misspelled. Sprinkled. Dunked. Donuts. Yes, Jasmine. One point to Jasmine. We're not keeping score, but if we were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's probably going to get all the points for this one. She's quick on her feet. Either one of you. <laughs> All right. Another holy item. Boiled. Salty. Cream cheese. Bagel? No, you don't boil hey, a bagel. Hey, yeah. Yes, yeah. you do. Wait, yes. what? Bagels are boiled. That that's that's one of the weird things about them. That's how you make They're not them. just before you before you, make you toast them. them. Mm-hmm. Wow. Learn something new Learned on something the whole new every day. I did. I never thought to look up how bagels were made. I just assumed that. <laughs> Feel free to jump when you're ready. Either one of you. Three clues. Benjamin. Shirt. Needle and thread. Button. Yes. That's quick. Okay. Here's another one. 90s. 
mix, but not a tape. Scratched. CD? Yes. Yeah. That was a hole in it. Yep. Chicken Cordon Bleu. Nordic. Dairy. One more time. Chicken Cordon Bleu. Nordic. Dairy. I'm like thinking of cheese. I don't know. <laughs> you're on the you're on the right track. A certain type of cheese. Is it Swiss cheese? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was I was gonna get there about ten, in ten more seconds. I was like cheese. Yep. Yeah. Oh, cheese that has holes in it. Of course, Swiss cheese. <laughs> okay. All right, children. They typically get eaten by the dryer. They're normally paired up. Socks. Yes. She say socks. Yes. Oh, I don't they have know. a hole in them at the top. That's how you put Okay. I was like, holes? Okay. Well, they also have... I don't know if my children own socks that don't have holes after three to four wears. I'm not sure yeah. where they're running with those things. Yeah. True. Good point. Oh. Okay. You guys have been really good. Uh, surprisingly good at this game. Here's another one. Kids Art Project and Cheese Noodle. Macaroni. Look at that. That was a two-pointer. Nice. Okay, in all seriousness, we have been talking about the Sermon on the Mount, and one of the things that drew me to your social media accounts is uh, your active encouragement and participation in um, in caring for the world, in making Jesus known, and having conversations that are hard but that are worth it. Uh, for us as believers, uh, I would love for each of you because you've written so much and you've shared i would just love for you to to let us know what, what are some practical ways for us to live out lives as, as holy people for the sake of jesus how would you encourage our listeners in that way yeah um i'll go i'll go first um i think that one of the things that i've been thinking deeply about is the importance of power awareness um, I've talked about it a little bit on our podcast and, um, it's become more and more evident. Um, so Diane Langberg has a really good book called redeeming power. Uh, and I've been promoting and pushing out a lot of, uh, her clips from talks or whatnot and talking about that book. Cause it's, it's had a huge impact on me, um, and the other stuff that I've been reading. And, and so there's a reality of the misuse and abuse of power. Um, but I think as I've gotten over, older, I've realized the awareness of power is so important because um, if you're not aware of the influence um, of the effect that your words, that your actions uh, have on the people around them, uh, around you, um, you may unintentionally cause, uh, you can uh, and may cause uh, unintentionally cause a great deal of harm. Um, so the the analogy or the illustration that I tend to use would be a, a difference between a normal person um, uh, sneezing and a superhero sneezing, right? If I sneeze, right, hot you, right? Not a big deal, bless you. Um, but a, a superhero uh, who has like, you know, the, the power to like blow something like Superman, right? Um, and he can use his breath to like blow a wall down, right? If he sneezes, he could potentially take out an entire room. Um, so he has to be 
uh, aware of that. And I think the same is true for leaders. I think the same is true for parents uh, in relationship to their kids. I think the same is true um, to, to teachers, pastors, anyone, as, they're, as you're engaging other people, be aware of the power of your words, the power of your actions, um, and just the power of your presence even. Uh, because mm-hmm. it could have a lot of uh, positive effects uh, and it can be used for good, but it could also have a lot of detrimental effects. Okay, that's wonderful. I want to let Jasmine jump in and answer that too. Staying steeped in the word uh, is the main thing that comes to mind. I have been, this last year, I read the Bible in a year for the first time. Um, and I'm just like, I'm not very good at consistent like deep delving bible study just for the sake of studying and for the sake of nourishment i'm usually doing it to write something or to teach someone or maybe even just to like check off a box and this last year has been the year of just learning about the bible and going through the word for the sake of going through it um and it's been really beautiful to do and just has reminded me how much we need to be so centered on God's word um, before we can ever hope to be holy or expound upon holiness. Mm. Thank you so much. Um, Jasmine, can you let our listeners know where they can find anything that you write or places they can stay in touch with you? Yeah. um, Actually, Philip and I have pretty much the same handle. It's just our names. So um, Jasmine L. Holmes on Instagram and Twitter. And then Philip is Philip M. Holmes on Instagram and Twitter. As we said, that was an incredibly fun time with Philip, Jasmine, and the Holmes children. Lydia, will you let the good folks know where they can stay in touch with us? Yes, we are at Hold On Podcast on Instagram and Twitter at Hold On Pod on Facebook. We also have our Facebook group where we uh, chat and uh, we ask all of these random questions to you guys as well. So we love to interact with you there. Thanks so much to our recurring sponsors, uh, Alabama Sweet Tea Company, the best sweet tea in the business, as well as 52 Threads. If you are in the place where you are looking at adopting or fundraising for your church or ministry event, please, please, please touch base with 52 Threads. And if you are going to Disney World or to Universal, to SeaWorld, to any of the variety of options in the Orlando area, please touch base with our friend Megan at Megan's Mickey Dream Vacations. She will set your trip up correctly. So we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.